Welcome to Haunted Horizons Ghostcast, where your hosts, Alison Oborn and Kay Gollwood, will share their experiences in some of the most terrifying and haunted locations in Australia and overseas. So turn the lights off, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to part two of our Mount Gambia Jail investigation. For the history of Mount Gambia Jail, please check out last week's episode where we go into it in detail. We left off having done our first part of the investigation. Now it was time for Alison to do a lone vigil in the condemned cell. All right, good luck. All right, thank you. Yes, you can shut the door. Alright, so I'm just going to see if I can dim the light a little bit to about there. That's a reassuring sound. And what an ominous sound that door is. Oh, yes. It was a real boom. Mm-hmm. And as I was sitting there, I was starting to say, hey, my name's Alison. GhostTube came out with, what shall I do? And I explained that I was only there just to have a chat and hopefully they want to chat back. Now, as I was saying that and that I was interested in the history and their stories, the Ovilus came out with record. This will come up again in a little bit further on in the podcast about the record. So keep record in your mind. Then the Ovilus said, hello, and I started chatting. So I thought, okay, well, I'll start chatting to Carl. He would have been in here. And his was a very, very sad story, wasn't it? It was. Now, at the time, I could hear movement. So I was in there and there was a shuffle over in the corner. Then it came out, the obelisk came out with flowers. And this was very relevant, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Because Carl took a rose to his execution for them to give it to his wife. And then a very sad word followed it, afraid. He would have been petrified. He would have been petrified. Who wouldn't have been petrified? Yeah, exactly. And I asked, were you afraid? It's a bit of a duh question as well, isn't it? And I tried to empathise that it would be frightening to be in there knowing that your execution is coming. And then I went into having an EVP burst. So I thought, okay, well, hopefully I've connected a little bit. And I was talking about Mel and James and how they're really happy to share their home with whoever it was and they are they they see the spirits there as part of their home now on listening back and talking about James and Mel and how they love being there at the home and are they whoever it is are they happy with Mel and James being there listening back to the voice recorder I actually pick up a male voice I do James they love to share their home with you I do. James, they love to share their home with you. Which was nice. It was lovely. Because that means that they approve. And I I told whoever it was, if it was Carl, that Mel feels very sorry for him and also feels a bit of a connection with him as well. Now, at that point on my voice recorder, you can hear footsteps. What sounds like footsteps? Oh, something else there. 
the footsteps. There. But after that, there was nothing more. So I decided that it was time to move on and went to the door to find the I thought the door had just been shut, Keg. What I didn't realise is somebody, and I don't think it was ghostly, somebody had locked me in. Oh dear, never mind. <laughs> and they weren't even standing outside the door, so I think no. I was having to yell and yeah, bang on the door. And We it, had been watching it though. Okay, so. so you were just listening to me yell and bang. Yeah, we just thought we'd take a time <laughs> to come in and let you out. Apart from that, I honestly, I found the cell very peaceful and actually much nicer atmosphere than the hall. The hall had a bit more of a tense atmosphere. On that particular visit, I was finishing up. And this is the funny thing again. So I'm finishing up because it was a live stream. And I'm saying to the people who are on the live stream, that's it from us. We're going to sign off. But if ever you're down in Mount Gambia, come and visit or stay at the Mount Gambia jail. Because James and Mel would love to see you. And I'm sure the Mount Gambia jail ghosts would love to see you too. And Ghost Tube struck again, didn't it? It did. <laughs> very clearly. From the cell. It was sitting in the cell, but it was very loud from from in front of yeah. us. Just this loud, resounding word, no. <laughs> it's like, okay. We did go back a second time. We did. We did. And this time we stayed for two nights, I think it was. Um, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So we all moved across to the governor's quarters. So I started talking about a person on a photo, which we placed in a chair. And we were trying to find out whether it was a familiar photo to their day, whether they knew anybody on that photo. And the ovalus came out with slut. Well, we thought the obvious said slut Slut. twice. It was a very clear slut. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was slight. The ovalus has done this before. Mm where it's said words that just aren't the same that are written on the screen. And everybody who heard it went, that was definitely, yes, definitely slut. And even worse, the next word that came out of it was Alice. Mm. (laughs) Not saying that's a connection, Cag. No, but you know. Now, Mel picked up another photo and was pointing out another character in it when I thought, I thought James was coming through the main door. Yeah, he did. It was a sealed door that I found out afterwards, but it sounded like, because where the governor's quarters are, where we were, there's a little walkway, and then in the next building across is where they live. Yeah. And I thought the door, just on the other side of where our door was, had opened and shut, and then I could hear what sounded like movement, like somebody was walking and then we heard a male moan didn't yeah. we so i thought james was mucking around mm. however when we got outside and had a look the door opposite is sealed shut and it's got flower pots in front of it yeah so, so we all got the stairs we all heard that male moan didn't we yeah now unfortunately if it isn't filmed it didn't happen yeah and we hadn't got the cameras operating at that point so this is why we've learned always first thing to do even when we're setting up get those cameras on Oh, yes. 
Mel had a photo of one of her relatives that was a warden there, and the cat ball went off on that photo, didn't it? It did. So it's, it seemed to centre a lot around Mel. Well, you know, it's, I think it, she was drawn there. She was. Obviously. Back onto the Estes. And so I went down into the hallway with the headphones on. So Mel decided to ask a question, which I thought was a really cool one. She said, I have a photo over there of stuff on the last day. It was a functioning prison. And the warden there has passed on. Mm-hmm. Do you know Malcolm Clemo? Have you got any stories? Which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. It's a, a cool question. Now I came out with, hold on. And then I came out with another name, Tim. You know, we we didn't know anything about um, a Tim. It the slightest meant nothing meant to nothing us. At all. Nothing at so all. So I just said, okay, who's Tim? And then I followed it up with authorities. Now, what was interesting there was uh, there was lots of information on the walls Mm -hmm. and Mel had been looking at the paperwork on there and Tim's was the first warden Mm. that died in 1884. He died in the jail. Mm. Now, I did come out with retreat and we did wonder if they just wanted us to back off. And then the number straight after that, the number three. And there was actually three of us. Yeah, so I did wonder, does it... Well, I didn't wonder, but when I looked back and I was editing I'm, and hearing what was being said, I did wonder if it meant the three of us back off. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that either because I meant, well, three what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's usually my job, Ken, because I, I can't know. count. I know. Depends if I've got enough fingers that day. <laughs> but what you came out with interesting because you came out with... People. People. Mm. And, of course, there were, there were three of us. Can you tell me, are we male or female? And I have repeated people, which looking back, I find interesting now because we've talked a lot about this, haven't we? Yes. Apart from asking names, which we don't seem to get an answer for, the other question we never got an answer for is, are you a woman? Are you a man? In fact, we had to change that question because I thought to myself, they probably aren't over there. They're just energy. What makes us male and female here is our hormones, our bodies. If ghosts are just energy, then surely sexual orientation or what we are through hormones isn't going to be there. No. So now we say, when you were alive, can you remember, were you a man or were you a female? Mm. So we changed our questioning. So this kind of backs that up. Couldn't answer male or female, just people. So then I asked, look, could you try really, really hard? Can you let us know? Where are you? And at that point, the EDI started to light up, showing a temperature change. Mm. Hot and cold at the same time, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit weird. Nuts, didn't it? And the air pressure. So Mm. it was like a disco going off. Now, I came out with something after that, and I find that very interesting in relation to the word I got in that cell, because I came out with, look at the documents. And it kind of ties in with what I got in that cell record. Yes, it does. So the Mel wanted to know, what documents Mm. are you talking about? Because she's got a lot of documents. Is it the handwritten documents? And I came out with, it's there. And... Is it something, you know, going back to the records and the documents, is there something there 
in the records that it wants Mel to know. Yeah. All right. So then I thought, let's change tacks a little bit. Mm. Let's just change. I like to change the stories around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you like what have they been doing to the jail? Do you like what Mel and James have been doing? I didn't answer that. I just came out with the date, July 14th. Um, which threw you off. It did. I was like, well, why, <laughs> why are you telling us wasn't that? was the answer you wanted. No, not really. And I came out, I followed it up with, when they're asking why, dead. So, I mean, was it the date of the death? I don't know. Dead, July 14th, then dead. Dead. So maybe that's who she wants to look, needs to look up in the records to find yeah, that date. Yeah, could well be. Yeah. All right. So then I thought, well, okay, so what happened to you? And I came out with, I've stolen. And he could well have been there before stealing. He could have been done. Well, also, don't forget, maybe there's a record there of somebody who worked there who is stealing. Ah, because Mel did say, well, did you work there? That was the next thing, wasn't it? Did you work here? Then I said, okay, well, did you die here on July the 14th? And that's when I got very snarky and started to go, leave and out. But you also went down another track again. Yeah, so trust me, different. Is it a medical officer? I just came out with, we are related. And I don't think it meant related to you. No. I think it was Mel's relatives coming through again. And Mel jumped in. Yeah. No, even Mel knew it was probably for her. Yeah. And asked how we related. I just came out with interesting. And even Mel thought it was very interesting. Yeah, Mel was definitely getting the impression, I think, that this was to do with her. Yeah. (laughs) So then Mel was on about, well, did you die on site? Did you die here? Uh, And I thought, okay, do you have anything else you want to tell us? But there wasn't, there was nothing. No. I couldn't answer Mel's question. I couldn't answer CAG because just suddenly there was nothing. So after you came off the, the mm. Estes, we were just chatting about how cool that was and was something trying to get through to Mel. When next door, where the old kitchen was, there was a really loud bang came from in there. Mm. But there was no, nothing in there at all. There's nothing in there. No. no, it's empty. But just after that, we were talking about how nice the place was with, yes. amongst each other. Because really, there was nothing bad. It no. didn't feel bad at all in the jail. It was very friendly. No. And as we were doing that, the EDI started to go off again with temperature and air pressure and it was just flashing away and it was, yeah. Yeah, for no obvious reason. And we went to bed. That was the first night because yep. we can't stay awake too long, can we? Of course we? not. And night two began. All right, so then we went to cell four and that's the one that people wake up feeling like, Something's playing with the feet, feet and toes. Feet and toes, don't they? Now Whatever we, floats your boat. Doesn't yeah, matter, does a it? bit of a foot fetish in that mm. fetish. Fetish. A foot fetish in that one. So we introduced ourselves and asked it to show in any way that it was there, maybe with the lights. <laughs> and whoever said <laughs> it seemed to have a sense of humour because it just came out with no. No. On the flux. Yeah. And then the EDI gave us a bit of an air pressure change as well. Yeah. So. And again, I like to see two different bits of equipment yeah, which was doing good. it. So then we were trying for an EVP burst and I put the voice recorder on the floor well away from us and we started to go through, is there anyone here tonight? Can you give us your name? And we introduced ourselves and I went to move forward to go and pick up the voice recorder and Ghost Tube came out with hold. So I asked, well, is that because you're trying to work it out? 
then it said stop. It was almost like don't touch it. But I did move forward and I did collect the recorder. But as you did that, it did say, I see you. Yeah. So it's almost as like, hey, I see you moving. You I told, told to stop. you not yeah. to do that. Now, on playing it back, we do seem to get a voice that says mine. And at first we thought it was my voice, didn't we? Yeah. In fact, we were just discussing it before we did the podcast. Cad goes, oh, I think it's you. And I said, well, hang on a minute. We can go and check because the camera was actually facing. So I went back and you can see me sit down. You can see me talking and none of that came out. Mine did not come out. So it makes it a little more interesting. The Mm -hmm. PMB went off. Just one note again. And as we turned off the end of the EVP session... Just as it finished and I turned the voice recorder off, you've got a male voice saying, hold. Yeah. I'm going to listen back to this and just see if you've said anything, okay? Yes. Hold. That's the second hold word. Couldn't have been the ghost tube because the ghost tube, when it said hold, we continue to talk. Yes. Do you want me to leave it? Are you trying to work it out? This is the last word before it cuts off. Male voice just going, hold. That's two different mm-hmm. pieces of equipment with the same word. Love that. Now, meanwhile, the phone, which had been sitting on the bed for quite a while with Ghost Tube in the same position, suddenly came off the bed and landed on the floor. And it didn't tip over. It no. actually came off the bed and it was it's about, what, a foot or more in yeah. the edge of the bed? Oh, yeah. If it had fallen over, it should have just... Just landed on the bed. Landed on the bed. And it didn't. It landed halfway across the floor. And Which is not a good idea for an expensive phone. No, because Mel was going, oh, that's good. Okay. It's like, well, it is unless it's your phone. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. But the other interesting thing was where the phone was, it was in line with the paranormal music box. And just before the phone went flying off the bed, the paranormal music box went off, Mm. which makes it a little more curious. Ghost box, portal session, again, the get outs, the leaves. And we were explaining all we want to do is communicate and Ghost Tube came out with careful. Yeah, it's a little bit eerie when it comes out something like that. And then worried. Yeah, that's even... Like, it was worried something would happen and we should yeah. be careful. And I asked, what are you worried about? Maybe all this equipment worries you. I know it looks weird. And then it copied me and yes. it came out with the word weird. All right, so then I got back onto the bed, this time with the headphones on. So we decided to do Nestus. I've been asking out, but not getting anything really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So Mel, Mm -hmm. she said, well, look, there might be a bit of a history with you touching people's feet and tickling the guest toes or even poking them to get their attention. And it would be nice to know who they are yeah. who's doing that or why. Why especially? Why, why a fet footage? Yeah. A fet footage. <laughs> why a foot fetage even? Yeah. That's the one. 
Fetish. 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 We'll get the words. We'll get the we words. We know what we mean. You know what? We'll keep that in because... You just... We'll give you some words We're and not you just perfect. make it whatever you want it to be. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> now, I came out with the word... With the word pretty. Which Mel said, oh, the pretty ones maybe. Now, is that the pretty people or the pretty toes? Oh, I'm going to go, would you want to... Would you want to touch people's the stinky toes? Well, people do have. Some people have pretty feet, though, don't they? To take lots of care on them. Then Mel never said actually who it was. I don't think she said whether it was women or males that were having it happen. I don't think it matters. Oh, okay, so it could be anybody. Mm. But you, mm-hmm. you thought it was talking about you. Oh, I always think when it says pretty, it's going to be talking about me, Keg. I know, and I, I like, radiate. I- I radiate my prettiness. I like to <laughs> confirm that it wasn't us about it and then started laughing. So But I I was laughing too because I swear to God, Keg, that I and remembering I can't hear what you're doing, I heard the word I or the words, should I say, I like feet. Yeah, which Mel thought was hilarious. I didn't know you were talking at that moment. Even if I had been swayed by I knew the story. Yeah. Of all the times we were in there doing the Estes, the timing of it when you were all talking about feet and asking that question, and I just go pretty and I like feet. (laughs) Yeah, so Mel was laughing because she went, yeah, we know. We know you like feet. And because then I tried to make things um, seem... You know, okay. I was like, well, you're allowed to have your own thing, all right? Each to their own. Each to their own, yeah. So Mel will ask them, well, okay, do you like sharing your cell with people? And I came out with the ominous word death. Which is not really the word we're after, (laughs) but anyway. (laughs) We went from laughing and pretty feet. Yeah, to death. To death. But the next one was relevant. Well, it was these three. Maybe you like sharing his room with us three. Well, I, looking back, we thought, well, could it be about us three? And then it clicked. How many oh. How many executed was it? Because I came out with the word dead again. Yeah. How many were executed? There was three. And we were right next to the, to con- the condemned the cell, cell where I was yeah. before. Now, I did feel at that point, and I did say it out loud, that I've got a chill right in front of my face. Now, I was sat the opposite end of the room, but the door was, was closed. It, shut? it was shut it because was it was shut. so cold. Yeah, out. we were trying to keep the cold air out. Yeah. And as you two were talking, I did come out with, we say thank you. It's like I was talking on behalf of more than one person. Yeah. And that was nice. I was like, we heard you want to say thank you too. Can you tell us that, please? Do they want to tell it to you know, yeah. a particular person? And I just came out with enough. It was almost like the saying, thank you, we've talked, enough. Yeah. I said, okay, so not getting the hint. Do you want us to go now? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you think you can turn off. (laughs) Just when she was going to flash me with the torch, I'm sure. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a bit strange. And Even Mel was saying, well, mixed messages. (laughs) And this is what I keep saying. You seem to get one that goes, enough, goodbye, leave, get out, piss off like we got earlier. Yeah. And then you got another one. Hello. 
I'd like to talk to you. So I always say, who do you listen to? Yeah. Because one wants to talk, one doesn't. Do you go because one's told us to go or do you stay because one wants to talk to us? It's This is why we don't listen to the leaves, goes, go nows because yeah. somebody else may, all right, you don't want to talk to us, that's fine. Yeah, I do. But somebody else might want to. And at that point, nothing much else was coming out, so I just took the headphones off and we decided we'd use Mel as bait. It's always good using. You've got to use your host as bait at some point because they all seem to be around Mel. Well, the thing is Mel talks to them as well, doesn't she? She does. She chats away to them, so she's like a friend to them. Yeah. So we put Mel in the condemned cell with a voice recorder and Mel, listening back, she was very good. She was. Very good. She was chatting away to Carl and the other prisoners doing this EVP burst. And Mel said, I have been told that there is some treasure in a box hidden behind some of the cement. Are there any tips for me as to where I can find it? Now, on that question, she she had a very haunting voice, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it's it actually was. quite creepy if it wasn't for the fact that the place doesn't feel untoward, mm. but it's the type of thing you don't want to hear. Yeah. And it says, I see you. <laughs> and it's like, that's not what you want, no. is it? I see you. No. I've been told that it's hidden in a box behind some cement. Do you have any tips for me? <laughs> I think maybe you can help me find it. What was that? What was that? Did you hear it at yeah, the time? Yeah, but it didn't sound masculine. Maybe you can help me find it. No, but when... No, you... nothing. What the heck is that? It sounded like a little... <gasps> it was very faint. It sounds like a woman or a... That sounds like a child. It does. Or a gasping or a, a very feminine. Do you think maybe you could help me find it? What the heck is that? It sounds like a child. Mel also asked, do you feel comfortable with me being here? And there's almost a a whispery gasp on the yes. audio, which I, I don't think it's Mel because the camera is actually facing Mel. Now, if you can make those lights on the floor change colour and then you hear a very faint male voice going, yeah. If you could make a very, very faint male I'll have to bring that up on the computer though. And then, of course, Mel continued, because if you do that, then we know that you're here. And there is another voice. And, you know, listening back to it, because I went through the whole whole of that audio while she was in there. Yeah. And it did seem like somebody was whispering the whole time in there. It was almost like constant voices. We had that at uh, Velisca, didn't Velisca, we? Velisca, yeah, we did. It's like you can hear them, but you can't make out what they're saying. I yeah. could only put in the video the clearer ones. But there was a lot more under voices yeah. on that. 
whoever was there was really happy to talk to to Mel and felt very comfortable talking to her. It did. And EVP was a big thing there, wasn't it? It's funny how each place has a different thing happening. Sometimes it's EVP, sometimes it's Ghost Box, sometimes it's just the equipment, the lights. It's like, which is interesting. It's like whatever there has a preference of how they communicate. We did one last Estus. The first word I came out with, punish. Mm, that's not a particularly good one. Maybe they did punish. Well, he would have been in that cell as punishment. Yeah. Very severe punishment. So Mel came out with, does somebody want to tell us who voice we heard earlier? And this is where it was interesting because it said, or I said, Philip. I heard Philip and then me. Yeah. Now, Mel didn't give anything away at that point, did she? No. She just continued with her questioning. Then she wanted to know what the surname was yeah but i just i think i said sorry didn't yeah, I? at you that did. point sorry maybe i couldn't remember the surname as the spirit i always think do they remember the names from so long ago maybe philip was the only part of his name he could remember so maybe the sorry was i'm sorry i can't remember yeah now, after all this time because it's a very human thing isn't it yeah now, Mel said, look, you don't need to be sorry. It must be hard trying to communicate. If you can give us anything else about Philip, if you could let us know your surname or even what your surname started with. And it was at that point. I came off. You came off. Yeah, it was almost like it stopped dead. Yeah. And maybe it was that awkward question it couldn't answer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I can't do this and I'm going. Yeah. Now, interestingly, Mel, it was then that Mel came out with who she thought Philip was. And we didn't know about this, but her deceased father was called Philip and he was in there at one stage. So all in all, Keg, I don't know about you, but at the end of the day, I slept really well. Oh, so Every I. time I've been there, I yeah. have slept really well. Yeah. I slept like a log. It was it's such a comfortable place to be. Yeah. They, um, the first time you were there, you were woken up to somebody rifling through your drawer in your bedside table. Mm-hmm. This time, so it would be, what, the third time we've been there? We have been there for quite yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually woken up to a loud bang was during the night. Was that when we had that big room? No, this was. We must have been there more times. We must have been then. there more because we had that big, big room. room. Yeah. 27, isn't it? I think it's a big room. I don't know. But we always woken up at one point when one of the times we're there, just a heavy, a very loud bang in the room. Mm. And I thought maybe a case had fell, fallen over because I got some of the equipment cases mm. in there. Next morning, there was nothing. One last thing that came into my head just then when we had the big room, and I'll put it up on the video version of this to remind me to go and get it, is if you remember, we left, we went to bed. It was one big family room wasn't it yeah we went to bed and we left uh abandonment uh but before we went that to bed was the women's yard that it was women's Women yard cells, yeah. yeah and if you remember we put out that night before we left the abandonment we did a few questions first but we put out down the hallway near the bedrooms jewelry mm. we put our jewelry down on the ground and we put a flashing cat ball yeah on the jewelry and you were asking mm-hmm I'm sure you were asking about... Something to do with the the light jewellery. There was something. um, You'll have to watch it. I will put it up, and it's only just sprung to mind. I haven't seen it since we were there. So forgive mm. us, we can't get the dialogue right on that. But what I do remember 
the ball moved. It didn't just flash. No, it didn't. It did move, didn't it? It moved on the jewellery, around mm. the jewellery. So I will dig that out. I'll download it and I will put it up on the video version for you. I absolutely love Matt Gambier Jail. James and Mel are the most amazing people, the most passionate people, so friendly, so funny, very welcoming. Definitely, definitely go and stay at the Matt Gambier Jail. Please respect that they want to run the jail as accommodation for families and kids. So yes. don't be offended if they don't want you investigating there. You can understand. They want to focus in other ways. There are spirits there. They're very friendly. But they have school They're part groups. of the family. They have school groups. They have scout groups. They have youth clubs. And whatever's there knows. Yeah, going through. They don't want people yeah. going around investigating. And whatever's there, if you're taking your kids, you're fine. Whatever's there is respectful of the fact that they're children, they're adults. The, whatever's there keeps itself to itself. Yeah. And you get to do your stuff. And everybody who stays there has an awesome time. So definitely go. With that, we'd like to thank James and Mel for trusting us. Yes. Because it was an honour that they invited us. Hopefully, Keg, we get back there not to investigate. I think we've done as much as we can there. But just to visit Mel and James, it's the place we always stay if we're going down to Mount Gambier. Yeah. We do love Mount Gambier. Can't recommend it enough. All right, with that, Keg, or talk to you again, whichever. Bye. Bye. Please remember to share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. The extended video version of these episodes are available for members of Spotify and Patreon. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and see the full investigation from these episodes on our YouTube channel. Details are in the About section of this podcast. Thank you from Cag and Ali for listening. <laughs>